Hello, everyone, and welcome back to A Pinch of Pixie Dust, the podcast. I'm your host, Mandy. And I'm your other host, Alyssa. And we are here to talk all things Disney. As always. Yes. So a couple weeks ago, we did a podcast on Moon Knight episodes one through four, and we told you guys that we would be back after the finale to give our final thoughts on the final two episodes, and also to give you some fun facts about the show. So that's what we're going to do in today's podcast. I'm going to start out with episode five. Alyssa's going to talk about the last episode, episode six, and then we'll come together, tell our thoughts, and also give you some fun facts. So let's get started. Let's do it. All right. So episode five was called Asylum and Mark and Steven end up in a psychiatric hospital and they're in separate bodies, which is very different for them because they're used to sharing a body essentially. And basically they find out they're dead because in the past previous episode, they had been shot and they're awaiting judgment for the Egyptian afterlife. And in order to get to the Egyptian version of heaven, which is called the field of reeds, they have to make their scales balance. So that's how the episode starts out. They're kind of reliving memories to try to balance their scales. And in order to do that, we see Mark kind of having to deal with his past and his past trauma. So it starts out with him being a younger child, basically, and his brother, Randall, died. So what happened was he and Randall were playing in this cave and it started to rain really hard. And really quickly, guys, remember spoilers. If you don't want spoilers, watch it, come back, then we'll talk about it. But anyway, so Randall and Mark are playing and it starts to rain and essentially the cave fills up with water and Randall drowns. And sadly, his mom, Mark's mom, decides that it's his fault that Randall passes away. So his mother becomes very verbally and physically abusive towards Mark. And because of all the trauma between his brother dying and his mother being abusive. This is why Steven comes into being because Steven is kind of his escape from his trauma. We learned also that Mark created Steven from the fictional character, Steven Grant from one of his favorite movies, Tomb Buster. And when Steven finds out, obviously he's upset because he didn't exist until Mark created him. I can't imagine like finding out you weren't really real. Yeah, that has to be odd. Even though, like, he is kind of real now. Yeah. Um, But Mark says, well, at least you didn't, like, have a life where your mother abused you. You know, you always believed your mother loved you. And, like, you can see that when he's calling his mom, like, in the episodes prior to this one. And... It's as a matter of fact, Stephen didn't even know that their mother had died two months before the events of Moon Knight happened. Stephen really came into being after his mom died, and Mark goes back to Chicago. And the trauma of dealing with his mother's death and going back to where all the trauma kind of started was when Stephen really started to come out. Um, They also see the day that Mark nearly died and was resurrected by Khonshu to become Moon Knight. 
um, on this day, this is where we keep hearing hints that Mark had something to do with Layla's father's death. And now we finally see it. So Mark's partner, he decided that the archaeologists had kind of seen too much of what they were doing. And he decided that he was going to kill all the archaeologists. Mark tried to stop him, but Mark got shot as well, trying to stop his partner. But Mark still feels guilty because he's the one who led his partner to the archaeologist. So that's, we see what Mark had to do with Layla's father's death. We also find out that Khonshu did, in fact, choose Mark partially due to his quote unquote, this is what they say in the show, fractured mind. And at the end of the episode, Mark and Steven are fighting ghouls on the boat because the scales didn't balance. So they were going to be judged. And Stephen gets knocked overboard and is frozen in the sands. When Stephen gets frozen, all of a sudden the scales do balance and Mark ends up in Egyptian paradise. Um, But he decides he doesn't want to stay there. He wants to go and save Stephen. And he's going to try to get Osiris to give him a third chance at life. So that is when the episode ends. Yes. So we pick up with episode six, the final episode, and it is titled Gods and Monsters. So we go back to our bad guy, Harrow. He frees Amit and kills the avatars of the other Egyptian gods. Layla finds Khonshu's Uchabti and releases him. Spectre refuses to stay in the field of reeds and returns to rescue Grant. Um, They end up escaping through the gates of Osiris and awaken in their body. Conchu rebonds them um, with restoring their powers, and Layla ends up discovering that Amet can be rebound by multiple avatars. So, although she didn't want to, and throughout the entire show, she did not want to become an avatar, she chooses to temporarily. Layla ends up joining Spectre, Grant, and Conchu in fighting Harrow and Amet, and they they are tough. Yeah, that was quite a fight. (laughs) Yeah, I did not realize that they were going to be this powerful um, when they were talking about on that, you know? Mm -hmm. But she was, she was rough. (laughs) I thought it was crazy, like, how large they became. Yeah. They were basically the size of the pyramids, which are huge. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely insane. So Harrow ends up overpowering Spectre and Grant, but they experience a blackout and somehow they end up defeating Harrow. And again, they're like, did you do that? Did you do that? Like, and neither of them know what's going on. So that only hints to us that there has to be another person or another being, entity. Personality, maybe. Personality, yeah, in the body. So pretty crazy uh specter and layla steal Ahmet and harrow's body and they end up imprisoning her but conchu urges specter to execute harrow um specter refuses and orders conchu to release him and grant for their services and he does and they find themselves in the hospital that we saw in the previous two episodes yes both episodes four and five had the hospital in it um, so they find themselves in the hospital where they reject the vision and choose to continue their new lives together as heroes. So they decide to fight as one and to end the show, 
in the mid credit scene, Harrow is killed by Jake Lockley, Spectre's third alter, who is still working with Conchu. Okay, so that is a lot. So what did you think about the final two episodes? Um, so I'm not going to lie, episode five made me sob uncontrolled. Like I was sobbing. <laughs> yeah, um, I was really upset when Steven got frozen, when he got thrown overboard on the boat. Oh, yes. But I was more so talking about when we found out about Mark's past. Oh, um, yeah, that was horrible. Oh, I, I, it was, I did not expect this show to get that dark. Well, and I understand why his mom kind of lost it when her son died. I mean, I can't imagine losing a child, but then to become like so evil towards your other child that you have left rather than like appreciating the fact that you still have one. Yeah. Like, that was rough to watch. It really, really was. Yeah, it was very, very upsetting to see. Um, again, I... Obviously, like, if anybody knows anything about disassociative identity disorder, like, we know that it comes from a deep trauma. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, like... Didn't expect didn't, it to be that deep? <laughs> although we didn't see anything. Like, we really didn't. That's true. Like, they have a good way in the show of suggesting that violence is happening, but because they, like, cut to different people's perspectives, you don't see it. You know it's happening, but you don't actually see it. Yeah, so it was it was very nice to not have to see that. Right. Because who wants to watch a child get, you know, beaten right but just knowing that that's what was going down was very upsetting um I will say episode six definitely like turned that around it it wasn't really sad any longer which was kind of (laughs) nice um I really enjoyed the show overall I mean it is my favorite Marvel show that they have done yet I think it's 10 out of 10. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I'm really excited that we saw who the final, well, possibly final personality is. I'm very curious to see if there's going to be a season two, if we're going to get a movie. Um, I don't know if we know that yet, but I'm very excited for whatever comes from Moon Knight. Yeah, I'm really hoping for a season two. And I feel like, not to spoil my fun facts, but Marvel has come out and said that it's unknown how many personalities Moon Knight actually has. So, I mean, they could literally go on forever doing each season with a new personality. They could, yeah. I mean, not that I'd want them to lose the Mark and Steven personalities in future seasons, because I feel like that's where it started and they should always be there. Right. But, I mean, they could go in so many different directions with so many different personalities. Yes, they could. Um, Which, I mean, I guess is a good thing that they've left it very open like that. Great. But I'm excited to see what they do because I very much enjoyed the show overall. I wanted to know what your thoughts were on the psychiatric hospital, because especially with episode four, I'm going back a little bit, um, but it was very confusing at first to me. Yes. 
So initially, I mean, now we know that they were there because they were dead basically. And they had to, you know, balance the scales, but in episode four, when they ended up there and it kept flashing back between like real life, I guess. And then like Harrow being the psychiatrist, Mm -hmm. it was very confusing to me what that was supposed to represent. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I kind of felt that same way. I don't know if they were trying to do like a, like a purgatory-esque type of deal. Either that or like where they're in the middle of two play. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was more of like what they pictured the afterlife to look like. Either that, or maybe it was Mark's mind kind of trying to go back and forth between like, oh, you know, I am just Mark or I am all these other personalities as well as Mark. Cause that's kind of how I felt. Like he kept going back and forth between, oh, this is like how it should be. No, this is how it should be kind of thing. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense whatsoever. It does. (laughs) Yeah. I I was, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of confused. Um, if anybody knows what it's actually supposed to represent, please let us know. Yeah, because I was a little confused. Like, like I said, I do understand like that they were there trying to like work through things to get their scales into balance. I get that part, but I guess why a psychiatric hospital? Yeah, why not anywhere else? But I mean, I, I thought it was brilliantly done. Oh yeah, I mean, it was, again, everything about that show was amazing. Yeah. Um, I like the little hint of the third personality back in episode four where we saw the second like tomb sarcophagus looking thing and somebody was screaming for them to be let out and they ignored it. Also, like, I really love that. Well, also there was another um, kind of hint. I can't remember what episode was. I think it was either like maybe two or three. It's when they first got to Cairo and they were trying to get information and a whole bunch of these men ended up dead and neither Mark nor Steven knew how they ended up dead. So there was kind of our first little hint there. Mm-hmm. So I kind of liked how they were dropping little hints along the way that, hey, it's not just those two. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. But yeah, I, I don't know where the hospital comes in. Um, I kind of like that though, because I think it is up to interpretation, which is kind of nice. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, how did you feel about the show overall? Um, overall, I also agree with you. I think it's probably my favorite Marvel show so far. Um, if I had to rank shows so far, I would say Moon Knight would be one. Hawkeye would be two because I did really enjoy Hawkeye. I just felt like this one went like a little bit deeper and made you think a little bit more. It was also like a little bit darker than Hawkeye. Yes. Which I actually normally don't like dark, but in this instance, the way they did it, so you didn't actually see the darkness per se, like it was there, but you didn't have to visually see it. So it wasn't as bad in a way. Yeah. I know sometimes like when you don't see something and you know what's happening, it's worse. But in this, the way they did it, it wasn't. So like I said, I'm going to go Moon Knight 1. Hawkeye 2, um, probably WandaVision 3. Okay. Um, 
what are your thoughts on your top three? I think I'd have to agree. Moon Knight is definitely top, but I feel like Hawkeye and WandaVision flip back and forth for me. Really? Because I really liked both of them. Um, I think they flip back and forth. Um, I will say at the bottom for me is Loki. Same. I totally uh, agree. I was just very underwhelmed. <laughs> I honestly, like, you know how you say you fall asleep a lot during things? Yep. I normally don't. And I fell asleep watching Loki. Like I was so bored because there was so much just talking and no action. Like I'm not saying that talking is bad, but when that's all an episode is, and then you have just a brief moment of action and then you're right back to talking, it loses me. Yeah. It just felt like they, it just felt like they didn't accomplish anything. I don't know. Like it was just very odd. Um, I feel like, um, Falcon Winter Soldier was definitely like in the middle. I actually have not seen that series yet, so I will withhold judgment until I see it. <laughs> it was good. I mean, I can't say it wasn't good because it was. Right. Um, but it's just, I guess, not my cup of tea. Yeah. Specifically, like I like a little bit more dark, sometimes campy. Like I don't know. It just wasn't my favorite. Uh, another one that, and it's animated, so I know it's a little bit different than like a live action series, but the What If series. Oh, I did not like it. Yeah, I, it depended on the episode. I either really liked it or really hated it. So like the way it averages out, it was just mediocre for me because there were some really good episodes. There were some really, really bad episodes. So overall, I would say it was just average for me. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe once more Marvel shows come out, we could definitely do like a top 10. Right. And give full details and as to why. Yeah. But right now, Moon Knight is definitely at the top for me. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, but if you don't have any other final thoughts, I will move into the fun facts. Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay. So Moon Knight first appeared in the comics in August of 1975. The comic book was called Werewolf by Night. It was issue number 32. And in this comic, Moon Knight was actually the villain. He wasn't the anti-hero we know from the series. Okay, my second fun fact I already kind of talked about. Um, it was the, what, what Marvel had said that they don't know how many personalities Mark actually has. So like I said, they could literally do endless seasons because they could bring in endless personalities. Yes. Yes, they could. Uh, another fun fact, you were talking about either like a movie or a second season. Well, Moon Knight was an Avenger. So I'm wondering if eventually he'll be brought in to the Avenger movies. Oh, that would be nice. It would be. Now, I don't think like... It would be with the original Avengers because I feel like a lot of them now are kind of retired at this point, but maybe he could be like the next generation Avengers movie kind of thing. Yeah, I think they're starting to build that up a little bit. Yeah, I do too. 
so if there was a new Avengers movie with Moon Knight in it, who do you think would be like the lead Avenger? Because I feel like in the like original Avengers, it was kind of like Tony Stark and maybe Captain America kind of like splitting the role. But I don't now that they're kind of retired and or not with us any longer. Like, who would you say? The only one I can really think of that's really left and he's not even original is Spider-Man. Yeah, I was going to say, because I think Guardians is going to be done. I mean, Mm. not like they're Avengers, but like the, they're going to be done. I think Thor is probably going to be close to the end of his run. Yeah, I mean, he is still there for now. I suppose they could always bring him in for like the first Avengers movie of this like phase. This like new legacy, yeah. Yeah, and then like pass the torch on to somebody else. But I mean, maybe Strange could kind of wrangle all the kiddos. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about Doctor Strange. That's a good point, too. Maybe. And then, I mean, they brought in America for his um, movie, like his newest one. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think, from what I understand, she's a new, like, one of the new Avengers on the block. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, so maybe he's gonna be, like, the the trainer possibly I mean that would be cool I'd be all for that yeah me too I think he would be good at it so off topic but another fun fact the abilities that Khonshu gives Moon Knight actually changes so like the amount of power that Moon Knight gets from Khonshu changes based on the phases of the moon that's awesome yeah and also if the person so like whether it be Mark or Steven or whoever is in Conchu's favor at that time. So Conchu can kind of decide how much power he gives to that person. That's actually really, really cool. Yeah, I think so too. I love that fact. So another fun fact, Layla is not in the comics. And our final fun fact for today's episode is that, this is my favorite, Oscar Isaac actually convinced Ethan Hawke to join the MCU by walking up to him in a Brooklyn coffee shop and asking him to. That's adorable. I love that fact so much. You have no idea. You want to be in the MCU? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The most amazing thing I've ever heard. That's so funny because, you know, it was probably so, like, casual. Yeah. And so nonchalant. Just like, hey, you want to, like, be in the MCU? All right. All right, cool. Yeah, so apparently, like, Oscar went up to him and was like, oh, I love your work. And Ethan Hawke was like, oh, I love your work, too. And he was like, you should be in Moon Knight with me. And he was like, okay. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I found that to be absolutely amazing. Yeah, that's 10 out of 10. That is, like, the best fun fact I think I've ever heard. You know what else is 10 out of 10, Alyssa? What? Our listeners, of course. And we would like to thank them now. This is for listening to the episode Marvel Phase 1. Thank you to our listeners in Honolulu, Hawaii, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you to our listeners in Bismarck, North Dakota, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thank you to our listeners in Wilmington, Delaware, Williamsburg, Virginia. Thank you to our listeners in Bethel Park, Pennsylvania, Post Falls, Idaho. And last but certainly not least, Downsville, New York. Thank you guys so much. We truly appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Well, everyone, that will do it for this week's episode. We want to know, what did you think of Moon Knight? Let us know on Facebook or Instagram. At a pinch of pixie dust podcast. You can also email us at pinchofpixiedust at outlook.com. And until next time, guys, 
We hope we your, hope lives, your are lives are full, full of faith, trust, and pixie dust. Bye, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.